0: This week in league, not content with their position toward the bottom of the ladder, the Penrith Panthers unveil phase one of their plan to dig their way under the ladder.
1: Uncomfortable times at the Blakely House as my erection stretches all the way into 2013 upon news of SBW's return to Rugby League. Has Lottie scored a hat-trick yet, .com? No. Will Lottie score a hat-trick ever, .com? Doesn't look good. Sad Lottie. And we'll review all of the action from round 18 of the 2012 NRL season. All that more, this week in the league.
0: Welcome to episode 95 of This Week in League. I'm well, Nate. And I'm Glenn. Okay, first thing... Um, I realise we haven't been doing it on the show. We haven't been talking about Onnit.com.
1: We have the, not. And the fact
0: that we can get people a discount for the, the stuff on Onnit.com.
1: I just take it for granted that people realise why we're fucking geniuses, Nathan. <laughs> maybe so. But maybe we need to explain to them.
0: Okay, so one of the sponsors for the show is Onnit.com. That is O N N I T.com. Makers of fine supplements such as their flagship Alpha Brain, which you're still on the Alpha Brain yet? Yeah? Absolutely. I haven't it. Morning most- and night. Really? Okay, so do you want to explain what the Alpha Brain is for the people?
1: It's a cognitive enhancing supplement, Nathan.
0: And what does that mean? It
1: makes your brain work better.
0: <laughs> it basically increases. It doesn't make your...
1: stupid people smart. So if you're not real bright, South fans, don't waste <laughs> your money.
0: <laughs> it basically helps your body create uh, and able to create more like uh, what neurons and like you know like for your brain.
1: Yes, that's exactly yeah. right.
0: Because I mean that that should be dying off all the time. Well, mine does. Yeah. I mean, mine,
1: like, I, um, a little which, piece of my brain dies every time I come anywhere any you. Every week. And... Yeah, a little bit dumber.
0: And the bourbons. <laughs> especially bourbons especially the bourbons. don't help. Bourbons definitely don't <laughs> help. And the
1: rapid rate that I've been knocking them back lately, would. it's lucky I'm on the Alpha Brain. So,
0: yeah. Um, basically, yeah. That, that's, that's their flagship product, but they've got a ton of other stuff. The one I would prefer at the moment is uh, Shrimtech Sport, which is basically, it's a workout thing. It's not like a... Uh, it's not like a fat burn or anything like that. It basically enables you to work out harder and um, and as opposed to other things, I mean, I'm trying to think of other pre-workouts and stuff like that, like Jack 3D and shit like that. It gives you the jitters because it's basically sp- legal speed. This is actually something, it, it's more... Um, it increases your capacity of your lungs to I think to to suck oxygen out of the air and so you just feel like you know you just don't run out of breath and that sort of thing which is, you know you pushes your heart and longer and that sort of thing when you're working out and I uh, forgot to take it today and I'm fucking suffering right now
1: so <laughs> I generally take uh, the shrimp tech sport for any night sessions that I do like Wednesdays I'll do a, a 5 30 session and then back it up with a seven o'clock session uh, and I take my pre-workout workout in the morning on an empty stomach, but overnight, given that I'm, I don't have an empty stomach, I uh, I pop a bunch of the uh, Shroom Tech Sports, and um, you could definitely notice a difference. Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely. And I mean, I guess if you're using them at night, I mean, I'm always using them when I'm training, like either in the first thing in the morning or in the middle of the day, um, but they don't make, you know, it's not like they don't, it doesn't have caffeine or anything like that, no. so it doesn't make you jittery, it won't keep you awake or that sort of thing. It's actually more about the... Um, it's really just about, it's like almost like altitude, you know, the benefits yeah. of altitude training, except, you know, in a pill form. And Obviously, I
1: personally also take the uh, Shroom Tech Immune. Yeah, and, I wish I'd taken it. I've that been a little bit it. sick lately, and a lot of my friends have been like, hey, you take all those supplements, and what about that one that's supposed to, you know, improve your immune system? I'm like, motherfuckers, imagine how sick I'd be if I wasn't taking it.
0: <laughs> Which is also, uh, you know, just to, to answer answer a uh, I wouldn't say it's a regular, but a common criticism
1: or co- common
0: comment is that uh, no, we're not sniffing lines of cocaine <laughs> off each other's penises, as some people have suggested. Uh, Glenn's just well, Glenn is, but he's also a very si- he's a sickly character as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I work long hours, yeah, and then I have to drive up here in the cold, so in the snow with tennis rackets strapped to my feet.
0: Yeah, so, so basically just wrap up, it.com, O-N-N-I-T.com. If you go there, take a look at their products. I mean, they've got other, they've got like workout stuff as well. They've got kettlebells, they've got battle ropes they've just introduced. They're going to start introducing uh, a new line of product, which is going to be protein uh, made from hemp, which is going to be like paleo-friendly for people that are into that sort of thing. Um, and it's going to have all natural stuff in it as well, like so I won't have like artificial sweeteners and all that sort of stuff. So um, take a look at their products and have a look. And if you want to get 10%, when you check out, put in the code TWIL, you get 10% off your order. And the other thing as well, when you're buying the supplement side of things, um, if you buy a 30-pack to try something out and you don't like it or you don't think it works or, you know, whatever, you know, you can get your money back.
1: So, you don't even have to send the product back.
0: No, you don't have to send the product back either. I mean, you, you get your money back. So, I mean, it's basically a foolproof uh, way to try it out. But, uh, yeah, me personally, the Streamtech Tech Sport is the shit. Alpha Brain's awesome too. Um, I haven't tried any of the other ones, but, I mean, um, you'd recommend some.
1: No. Uh, yeah, I recommend. Yeah. Them, uh, well, obviously the ones the, that I've tried. Have you tried, the, have you tried New Mood? No.
0: You fucking should, because you're an angry, cunt. Really? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> New Mood, of course, is basically it's uh, I guess it's like it's like an upper, essentially, like a <laughs> like a a, 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 a support supplemental upper that's you know doesn't have a legal drug.
1: I get more like. angry when I'm amped, though. <laughs> when I'm when I'm uh, sort of chilled and stuff, I, it's very very hard to piss me off. I should probably try and. Uh, I don't know, take some Valium or something before we record this show.
0: You probably should just try and bring that chilled attitude here. I mean, maybe if the West Tigers would win once in a while, you'd fucking have a better state of mind, too. That would
1: definitely help. It would definitely help things along.
0: All right, moving along. Baby news. Listener, Amanda, she had twins this morning. That's Tuesday. Jesus so, H. Crossed. So, welcome, Isabella Rose and Jed Timothy, whose name I think was purposely created, so his initials were JT.
1: Oh my goodness gracious, what a
0: legend. <laughs> so congrats to the parents. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, welcome JT and your sister. And also, more baby news. Yes. It.
1: Well, Tiger Benji.
0: Yeah, Tiger Benji, he's made the announcement. Um, so he's I, I, I sh- expecting number I assume, two. I assume he's hit, he just hit the, well he, his wife has just hit the uh, three month mark then.
1: Yes. And uh, in some other revelatory news, uh, myself uh am expecting baby number two Not uh, I'm not going to deliver it myself Obviously My wife is planning to do the delivering part But I've, I've played a fairly key role in proceedings I like to think <laughs> You do <hope>. I think <laughs> hope I think it did. was me anyway You hope the DNA testing wars out <laughs> 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 Yes we are expecting baby number two And uh, Jackson Is uh, Already Planning To uh, Turn the child into a Broncos fan Really He proclaimed this evening that That uh, Dad, I think the baby's going to boy. Going to be a boy, and you know what that means? It's going to be a Broncos fan.
0: They say that. Yes. So that means he's going to be. T- this kid's
1: got a real problem.
0: Well, that's, that's good if it is. If it is a boy, you got it all covered already. You just go. It's it's, it's going to be Johnny Adams Blake. Johnny Adams Blakely.
1: It could be. The name's already made up. It could be. Um, and to be honest, let's hope I do a better job a second time round and don't end up with another Gronk. Because. I can't fucking go through this shit again.
0: (laughs) Do you think, yeah, I wonder if they'll split down the line? Who knows?
1: I suspect, given that Jackson is a fairly out there type character, um, this other child is going to be somewhat of a little shadow and follow in its brother's footsteps, which is bad news for me. (laughs)
0: News. Okay, first story, the biggest story of the week, Luke Lewis has quit the Panthers. Basically, they had a press conference uh, on Monday, uh, fronting up to the media, uh, Gus and Luke Lewis talking about his decision that he has asked for a release and was granted a release. And... uh, it's just it was kind of strange because I mean there have been rumors about Luke Lewis not being happy, so I guess that's no surprise. Although they were denied, you know, up to you know very recently as well. Actually, I think up to as, as recently as the weekend they were denied. Yes, but. <clears throat> He's frustrated with the club battling at the wrong end of the NRL ladder and he's angry at being stripped of the captaincy by coach Ivan Cleary, things that were both laughed off by our fans and, and the club itself. Uh, he's also unhappy that the club is doing little to douse speculation. His close friend and New South Wales teammate Michael Jennings was being shopped around to other teams and being dumped to reserve grade by Cleary. Such was his disillusionment. He not only wanted to be away from the club he joined as an 11-year-old, he was even contemplating walking away from the sport for good. But then he had a meeting with Phil Gould during the camp for the second Origin game, and um, he kind of talked him out of retiring. And I guess that's when the plan started, you know, for this uh, release from his contract. Uh, Gus Gould said that uh, no one at the Panthers has ever suggested or initiated a plan to remove Luke from the club prior to the expiry of his current contract. Luke doesn't want to go through the, p- the pain of a club rebuilding and his goals don't marry up with ours. He wants to play at a club with a chance of winning a premiership. Because he's a long-serving player, we get a heavy discount on the salary cap. It most certainly wasn't a salary cap decision. And uh, Luke's but his response was... Uh, well, he said at the start of the season, being named as captain was highlight of his career. And uh, he admitted it was a tough decision and one he had to make. Personally, I need something different, he said. For me and the club, it's best we part ways. Gould revealed that, uh, he, and we go on to say here, we talking about the uh, the meeting he had uh, at the New South Wales team hotel when the issue of retirement was brought up. And Gould said, it's a conversation I've had with a number of footballers at a similar age. And uh, we quickly dispelled that one and decided he has plenty of football still in him. And uh, He's only
1: 28, yeah?
0: Yeah, he's not he's not old enough to retire, but I mean, gee, he must have the shits with Penrith if he was like, that was going to be his option, you know. Mm. Um, and uh, so, basically, he's going to be given a, f- a huge farewell at the final home game against the Gold Coast in Round 25, and uh, Gus said that he's a role model for all kids in Western Sydney. He'll always be a member of the Panther family, and there's going to be a job waiting for him when his playing career is finished.
1: Never let it be said that Gus Gould and Ivan Cleary won't make the big decisions. yes. Because that is Hands down The fucking biggest decision That club could make Yep uh, Local hero Yep uh, Local junior Yep Captain of the club Yep uh, Arguably their Best player Yep um, Jennings is probably The only one that's g- Giving any sort of yeah. Competition for that title
0: If we're going to throw Consistency in the mix He's definitely Their best player Absolutely
1: yeah. um, Great player Yep uh, Always You know Put 100% into Every performance For the Panthers but I guess you know any relationship you know has a potential to to turn sour. You know when circumstances might change and new coaches come in. Um, he's shaking things up, yep. and you know he's been in a bit of a comfort zone there for a, a lot of years. Luke Lewis, yep, uh, never really been in danger of losing his spot, mainly due to his performances, but also due to the the, the status in which he's held at the club. So this is a this is a massive decision. I would imagine would be heavily sought after. Tigers so. have been linked to him, but they're well, the main Well, the
0: main ones are Parramatta, St. George and Cronulla. And I guess that's just because um, Cronulla have probably got space under the cap to to recruit. St. George are losing, yeah. You know, he'd be a good replacement for, like, Bo Scott. Yep. So, I mean, it makes sense for him. And Dean Young. But, but then I also heard that Jeremy Smith might be returning to St. George, which then opens up that you know corresponding position at Cronulla for Luke sure. Lewis. And in Parramatta, they've just got all the money in the world to pay over for, for people, you know, to play in their Gronk outfit.
1: You wouldn't think, if he's look, looking to uh, for a new challenge <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. going, you know, wanting to win a premiership, there's and only t- one fucking team below Penrith on the ladder, isn't there?
0: Yeah, and to be fair, you'd think that... he's
1: not going to go there.
0: No, and you'd think that St. George would probably be out of running for the same reason. And Cronulla team to be a team on the up, and they've recruited, you know, Michael Gordon and that, they're recruiting well for next season. Absolutely. So, maybe, you know, that might give them the, the box seat. Sure.
1: And, or know. he could, you know, go to the Tigers and play with the best player in the world. And New South Wales State of Origin Warrior.
0: Who? Please.
1: Oh, sorry. Ah, uh, Farrah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said warrior, did you? I did. That's what warriors do. They're good with a sword and a shield, but they're not so good with a ball. Fucking two minutes from full time.
1: Let's not forget that uh, this isn't the first time that Luke Lewis has come close to leaving the club.
0: Yeah, it's true. I mean, he was um, all done and dusted going to South, wasn't Yeah, he, he was going to, to go, go out to out South.
1: Um and now he's going to go to Parramatta. What is it with Luke Lewis and Chris Sandow?
0: Yeah, I mean, the other option, you know, which would be you know, super attractive for him would be uh, go to Manly and have an all-star back row of Glenn Stewart, Luke Lewis and uh, Anthony Watmo. Wouldn't that be sensational to see? Wow. Talk about just continue the dynasty. I mean, if you want a team that's got a chance to win the grand final, you know, you can't do
1: better. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've tried really hard just then to picture Luke Lewis in a Manly jersey, but just can't do it.
0: He'd be sensational too. He,
1: playing with he, his blues he's going to be sensational, playing, sensational no matter where he plays. But.
0: Playing New South Wales origin Origin back rowers, Glenn Stewart and Anthony Watmo. Wow.
1: That'd be sensational. It'd be a fairly impressive uh, forward pack that Manly would put together, but with there's the best no Kiwi, way we going there. With the
0: best Kiwi player, Kieran Foran on one side, Australian halfback of the future, Daly Cherry on the other side. That's how you win a premiership, Lukey. Come on down.
1: <laughs> Look, you can't, can't begrudge a guy for being up, open and honest. Um, about you know where he wants to take his career. It's a little disappointing the way it's all panned out. I'm sure Penrith fans are uh, you know aren't real happy about the way it's all happened. But they're not um, happy at all. No, but I guess when you look at things, you know, in in Gus, they're going to have to trust. I know? saw people
0: taking pictures of their Panthers jersey and putting them on Twitter and Facebook today, um, saying that they're taken to the dump. Wow. All <laughs> like burn them and you know shit like that. This is like a mass. This has caused a massive unrest in the fan ranks.
1: Look, any decision like this is going to have its detractors, and they're a fairly passionate fan base of Panthers. So, um, this this whole rebuilding of this club is going to make or break Gus Gould's legacy. I think (laughs)
0: because if it doesn't happen, if something doesn't happen in the
1: next two years, if if, if he ends up sort of walking away, going it's all too fucking hard. I haven't. I've, I've failed. I haven't succeeded. No matter what spin they might put on it. If they don't deliver some top four finishes and or a premiership... Yeah. His his reputation is going to be severely dented. Yep. Um, but you can't doubt Gus Gould's mind. Yeah. And you can't doubt his ability to, to uh, identify and, and nurture talent and yep. get in the heads of, of whatever players he might have in his squad. And you've got to give Cleary the benefit of the doubt too... Um, You know, he took fairly, you know, nuts and bolts, bits and pieces sort of Warriors side and made some fairly fucking quality players out of him during the time that he was there. Um, And, you know, that was a very, very strong club up until the point that he he, he left and his legacy continues on there now with the things that they're still doing. So I don't think, uh, you know, all is lost at Penrith, but it's certainly a long and windy road that they're running at the moment.
0: It is. It is, and uh, it's funny. I mean, some of the fans have been massively like, just you know, that's it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh look, if, if this sort of thing happened to Robbie Farah or Benji or someone like that at, at the Tigers, you know, like they were talking about getting rid of Chris Hyington last yeah,
0: year.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I was. I would have been shattered. Yeah. You know, had Chris Hyington been forced out of the club. Yeah. You know, it was hard enough seeing Bryce Gibbs go. Yeah. And every time a player, um, you know, some fucking nufty like Tamana Tahu runs through the middle of our ruck, and I think, you know what? Bryce Gibbs would have been there. <laughs> it's like someone just turning the dagger yeah. every time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, next story. A happier story. Wolfman makes history. Great article about him. Uh, and funny, is a statistic. It raises a statistic that I didn't actually know that... um. He's achieved more than many seasoned veterans of the game. So it's hard to believe he's only played 60 NRL games in five years.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Holy shit. Fucking, and he's got a premiership weapon in Australia, Play State of Origin. You want to talk about Benji Marshall being injury prone. Holy fuck. Oh, like
0: Wolfman is, is potentially the most breakable. You know, you know, Josh Dugan's probably more breakable. Wolfman, he'd certainly be up there. But on the weekend, the story, of, of course, is that he joined legends of the game, Steve Menzies, Tezza Hill, and Phil Blake, in a long list of manly players to score four tries in one game. But he created history by becoming the first player in 60 years to score four tries in the first half. Uh, he said that he, uh, he had to make up for a bit of lost time. The first half, I was absolutely elated. Um, it was good to be back, but uh, it was more of a positive just to finish the game, injury-wise, in good stead. So, uh, congratulations, Wolfman. You're a top bloke.
1: He is a top bloke. We met him. Yep. And uh, don't the ladies love him? They do. They do. Especially the old Ducks. Yep. Yep. Just looking for one last go around.
0: And I'd have to give i have to give some credit to someone who's probably not a listener of the show, but uh, one of the, uh, the the most dedicated Manly fans, uh, Bones, who travels to every game, no matter where it is. Be he's it, not a listener of be the be show. An, he's probably not. Dead to me. I don't think so. But anyway, he uh, put up on Facebook uh, before the game. You know, uh, it was uh, fifty bucks on Wolfman first try scorer, paying thirteen dollars. Wow, and then he put a picture up on Facebook after the game with him with Wolfman, Wolfman holding the ticket up, and him fanning out fifty dollars bills from cashing the ticket in because <laughs> he won six hundred and fifty bucks, and that impressive pays, effort, yeah, and that pays for his trip to go and watch the Manly versus Warriors game in Perth later <laughs> in a couple of weeks' time. So, uh, tinny bastard, but um, yeah, nice on Wolfman. <laughs> Uh, always great to see him score tries. And geez, some of those tries, I mean, you don't want to give some of them two points because they're so fucking easy. <laughs> <laughs> but still they all count. And um, let's face it, four tries and a half. Lottie hasn't scored four tries this whole year, has he? Jeez, Are let's... we gonna
1: talk about Lottie now or mate, let's
0: let's transition to Lottie. Lottie's don't... had
1: as many retirements as he's had tries this year.
0: <laughs> That's right. So let's let's uh talk people through. I mean, we don't want to go too much into, into the game, but Basically, uh, Lottie was running back uh, with the ball. He was being basically, tackled.
1: Basically, Nathan, you want, a, you want basically? Yeah. You want basically? Yeah. Adam Blair killed Lottie.
0: Adam Blair came in with a massive hit on Lottie. There, yes, there was an opposition player in the general vicinity at the time, oh, but he didn't get it anywhere near as bad as Lottie did. And what was the actual injury that he wound up with? It was like a fractured elbow or something?
1: Fractured arm? No, it was, a, it was his upper arm, was it? Was it? it? Okay. Yeah. So... Lottie, is—he's
0: uh, gone for the season. Yeah. He said he was playing for a contract at this point of this season, so yeah. I assume that means that he is gone for good. Maybe. Oh, well, not necessarily. Not, deci- I mean, not decided yet, but um, I've got a petition. Given that um, given that uh, the West Tigers have a have a lot of um quality outside backs coming up, like um, who's
1: that guy? And that, that other guy, guy that caused me Phil, and, uh, <laughs> and that
0: other guy. What's? <laughs>
1: Of course, we have uh, John Grant, who we bought from uh, Club Rugby. Yeah, sensational! Apparently, one of the quickest people uh, ever to grace a football field. Uh, yeah. Just not in first grade, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tanjela Chuwaki, has he we got his bionic foot yet?
0: Well, is he? Yeah, is he, is he going to unretire himself? Is he?
1: Oh, I mean, who knows? He's still in a wheelchair, say, isn't he? Sorry,
0: he's still in a wheelchair, isn't he? Oh,
1: I think he's, he's leg's been amputated at the elbow. <laughs> so, yeah, let's,
0: okay, so what we're saying is that there is definitely a vacancy for Lottie as long as he wants to occupy that spot with a warm body and uh, lack of try-scoring and tackling ability and uh, catching high balls in the face of Christian Inu ability.
1: But <laughs> it I can't look- believe that he's still pulling out all the punchlines when Lottie's, you know, his season's done, another injury for the great man. Yeah,
0: and we we'll, you know, there's there are a lot of tributes came in for Lottie over Twitter, um uh, immediately after the injury happened, so uh,
1: and you say tributes, do you mean from our listeners? Yeah. From, our, any from, our, from, our listeners,
0: from from our listeners uh, there are a lot of tributes and we'll read them actually when we talk about the game. Um <laughs> just a quick one. Shandor Earl. Luckiest guy in footy. He's, uh, of course, left Penrith mid-season. He's gone to Canberra. He's played just played two games for Canberra. Got that last gasp win over the Dragons, and followed that up with the thrashing of the of the Melbourne Storm, in which he scored two tries. Mm.
1: Um, Not to mention fun- he's a sexy man.
0: So he's an absolute sexy man. And um, I just wanted to bring to light uh, something he said, and. Um, they obviously they're hosting the Dragons. Sorry, they're hosting the Titans at Canberra this weekend. Titans not a great travelling side. They've got a host of injuries as well, and so it looks pretty good for Canberra at this stage. And his quote is, "If we can stick to our shape and starve teams of the ball, I don't know how we can lose. To be honest, nothing against Penrith, but it's different here. The way the boys are putting in, if that's the way we're going to be playing for the rest of the season, I'm happy with that."
1: Wow, well, so, he's got to be taking the piss, surely? So this, I'll tell try. you how you're going to fucking lose. By not scoring more points in your opposition.
0: <laughs> but I will. I will say I don't have the. I don't have the tweet in front of me, so I can't quote it uh, verbatim. But I did see a tweet from Shandor Earl as well that, <laughs> uh, that said something about Luke Lewis about. Um, so and it was really like sarcastic about Penrith offloading players. And I saw another one from um, from uh, Jared Sammet as well. Uh, wow. Ple- tweeting like a, a, oh he'd
1: have plenty to yeah, say
0: a real snarky a, a real he would have plenty tweet. to say. And he finished it up with those uh, little emoji icons, and he had one. The first one was a horse, and the second one was a pile of shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, Jared Sammet was the, the was the future he of uh, of the Penrith Panthers rugby league football club, until according he, to Jared Sammet. Until he um, misspelled
0: a tattoo and they arsehole him for it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I just feel that anyone that uh, has justified their existence, yeah. Um, by way of a uh, tattoo that has gone horribly wrong. Yeah. Just skulk away, mate. Don't yeah. don't come out in the media and talk about anything. Yeah. Your opinion is invalid. Yeah, that's right.
0: And finally, your favourite story of the week. Sonny Bill Williams allegedly will return to rugby league.
1: Somebody get me a cold spoon. A cold spoon? Mm. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing with a cold spoon? Put it over the enemy six o'clock to make my erection go down. Oh that's how it's done, is have it? Have you ever heard of that? No, no. You never heard of the cold spoon, Nathan. Never never heard of it? Never never use it. Well, one. well, well, have I got some things to teach you? <laughs> Although last time I saw you in the shower, you might need you might need a cold soup ladle.
0: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> A cold scoop on the front of a fucking backhoe
1: or something. Oh, hang on a <laughs> second. I've wrapped you up and it wasn't enough. You just had to uh, take
0: it. Look, I mean this show's all about the truth. <laughs> 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 all right. So anyway, wow. um, Sonny Bill Williams he announced earlier this week that he uh has played his last test for the All Blacks and unless he returns to New Zealand and unless he returns to the New Zealand rugby union after expected stint with the Sydney Roosters. So there hasn't been any decision made, well any decision announced on who which NRL club he'll end up at, but you know, the talk's all for six months the talk's been the Roosters. Um he's gonna join the Japanese rugby side called the Panasonic Wild Knights. Understand to be worth more than uh, <laughs> wow. One point two million dollar deal for twelve games, and uh he's advised new, Z- new Zealand rugby union he will not return to the country to play next season after this uh stint in rugby. It will take us through to twenty thirteen at which point his five year um what call it his five year ban from the n r l will have expired, and uh yeah, then he's going to come back he didn't make any announcement on his uh, on his move to any club, although it does you know everyone's saying it's going to be the roosters uh and he says he's yet to finalize a deal. Um, and they're saying that the Roosters and also this Panasonic Wild Knights Club are prepared to allow him to box while under contract, and so he's looking to have a fight in November, possibly in South Africa,
1: and probably not break a sweat again.
0: Yeah, because he'll just he'll just fight some tomato can who's you know who's seen Rocky five times. That's about the limit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, in any any uh, athletic endeavor where Sonny Bill doesn't break a sweat, you know, it's it's fucking devastating to me.
0: Well, I mean, he broke more of a sweat, you know... In, in, I mean, at least, in,
1: like, spray him down. Or, I mean, you know, rub him in baby oil or something. I was going mean, to
0: say, he broke more of a sweat in the cubicle of the toys with Candice Fowles and, he probably than he's did. done any professional boxing fights.
1: He probably did. <laughs> Whilst he was fracturing her pelvis. Um, anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I'm just, uh, Sonny Bill back in the NRL is a, is a good story in, in essence. He's a quality athlete um, and he's a great rugby league player. Um, he does polarise opinion, much like his little friend Anthony Mundine mm-hmm. and his other little friend Coda Nassar. Yep. Bad hair, yep. bad beard, yep. bad hat wearing. Yep. But we want the best athletes uh, available to play our game and he's one of them, whether people like it or not. And I know people have a lot of negative attitudes towards him, Dogs fans in particular, but... Rightfully um, so. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't Dog disagree with that everything. at all. Uh, the Dog way fans he left deserve the dogs fans everything that comes their way, but uh, <laughs> on this occasion, he's a, uh, yeah... The way he left the Dogs um, was very unsavoury, and I, d- I don't sort of turn my back on that for one second, but, um, you know, the fact he's going to be turned out for the Roosters is going to be a bit anticlimactic by them, you know?
0: Yeah, Exactly. And just join the, you know. Instead of getting
1: just, the cold spoon, he might get a wooden spoon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it is another, another piece
0: of the puzzle, uh, you know, the Gronk Pack puzzle with, you know, with letters and um, and Martin Kennedy just turning into the, the biggest fucking grub <laughs> pricks that I've ever seen in the game.
1: Well, I'll never, uh, on the field, on the I don't field. think Sonny Bill's ever been accused of being a grub. He'll learn fast from those two. He'll be doing the teaching, mate. Sonny Bill Williams. Are you kidding?
0: Yeah, Sonny Bill Williams hasn't played a game. i
1: heard of him from such fucking sports as... Rugby union, rugby league, boxing, Tiddlywinks, badminton, lacrosse.
0: What's he going to teach anyone about rugby league? Equestrian's been away from the game longer than he was He's with to the, the horse. Game. <laughs> So anyway, your uh, your love affair with uh, Sunny Bill is uh, free to resume in about six months' time. <laughs> Recaps. Okay, uh, kick off a Friday night football, and the West Tigers <laughs> were unceremoniously defeated <laughs> by the Canterbury Bulldogs. A scoreline of 32 points to 20 at Allianz Stadium, formerly, of course, known as the Sydney Football Stadium and Aussie Stadium, and also the scene of the crime where Kristen Inu barreled them out of the season last year. And what do you know, Kristen Inu was back in the house. This time, the tries were, of course, that man, Kristen Inu, Ben Barber, a double to Josh Morris and a double to Josh Reynolds. Inu, he four from six on the goals on the night. Tigers, 20 points came from tries two. Joel Reddy, Chris Lawrence, Bo Ryan and Masada Yosefa. Benji Marshall kicking two of four, as Benjis do.
1: Who's in better form in the NRL than Ben Barber? Christian Inuk. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, but, he's going, but Ben Barber's going all right. He's holy all right. crap, that kid can play.
0: Yeah, well, you know, even Josh Morris, I mean, because the shit that he did in that game as well, I mean, like Ben Barber had some He had some fantastic touches, no oh, doubt about the, it. The
1: stuff Josh Morris is doing, I mean, it was bad enough, his, or, his origin form. Yeah. I mean, he's just a guy that wasn't all that long ago He was playing fucking reserve grade.
0: Yeah, but that was more of a coach disagreement thing, I think, rather than a form thing. Still. Yeah. Like I Kevin, mean, you're Kevin looking for what it's like, worth.
1: Yeah. Reserve grade, now unstoppable force. Yeah, I was just Fuck. really impressed with the little
0: things that he did, though. Like, um, when Barber made that break, I think it was for uh, Morris's first or second try, and Barber made the break down the left-hand side, and um, and Morris was nowhere, and then he's just blasted on the afterburners the kid's to, get, fast, get, eh? to get into a position where he could I wonder if he's faster than his him. brother. I oh, have to be. He's faster, better, has a bigger neck, like more of a neck.
1: They're identical twins, man.
0: He's got more of a neck, trust me. That's how he's faster. Faster by a neck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. You've convinced me.
0: And he doesn't play for the dragons. Well. Clearly better. Don't tell, don't tell me this shit about identical twins. Clearly it's not the case. Yeah,
1: his decision-making <laughs> skills are clearly better. Some twins are more <laughs> identical than the others. <laughs> uh, look, I was really impressed with Ben Barber. Um, I was really depressed w- with Chris Ninnu. <laughs> oh, I'll fuck, just, it's a Tiger's Kryptonite.
0: Just, and just quietly as well, uh, there was a discussion with a, a Canterbury supporter, a three-card magic trick, Andrew. We met him down uh, at the UFC in March.
1: Yeah, should have punched him in the throat while I had the chance.
0: Yeah, he's. Uh, he's he said, look, you know, I think I tweeted out and said, "Look, you know, I think this is the week. I think he's no dos from now on. I think I'm retiring." Well,
1: no, just because he beats the Tigers again doesn't make him <clears throat> no dos. It's his form over like the last six weeks,
0: man. I think it's, the time has come. You think he's now officially no dos, Captain Snooze, no more. Wow! I'm not. I'm not. I'm look. I'm just going to take Captain Snooze. It's going to put it up there on the shelf.
1: Can it come back?
0: It can come back. Okay, it's on the shelf. Should it be justified? But it's going to take more than one bad week. Now, he's, now he's made the transition to Nodos and playing sensational. Wow! It's uh, he's he's got to have like a big at, least, call. at least two consecutive Gronk performances.
1: So he's got to, he gets six good ones. Yep. <laughs> to, to, to get his good nickname. Yeah, two bad ones. He's back on the shitty. He was Captain Snooze for a
0: fucking long time. You can't forget that. <laughs> no, it's true. Well, he was playing like a busted ass. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's just like UFC, man. Yeah, it doesn't matter how long your win streak <laughs> is, you get a couple of losses in a row, and couple you go of losses, on. you're gone. And he has yeah, a couple a couple of uh, bad performances, and he is back to Captain Snooze. But as as of uh, right now, congratulations, no NoDoz, you have uh, unlocked a new achievement uh, <laughs> through your fine skills in the game uh, the last couple of weeks.
1: Is there something about that guy? Even when he was playing for Parra, he had good games against the Tigers. Yep. I don't know whether when he was a junior, the Tigers turned their back on him. And, and there are some like,
0: guys that uh, are kryptonite as well. When Pritchard was another one, wasn't he, that you always... Was,
1: yeah, although well since it? he's been at the Dogs, Pritchard hasn't really killed us yeah. quite as badly. With Penrith, I always though, ex- was sort always of like- expecting to. Every time he's at Penrith, he obliterated us. Yep. Could have just played Tigers versus Frank Pritchard, and we still would have lost. Yep, yep. Um, look, in this game... I think the Tigers forwards, they just couldn't deal with the momentum that the Dogs built um, off the back of that interchange of passing, um, but also their big guys just rolled over the top of the Tigers through the middle, um, and their attack just couldn't build any pressure of their own. So, um, you know, as a result, with that forward momentum, it just gave, you know, it, I, I don't know, the halves were that great. But who was, it was the, just yeah, Barber and Morrison? Barber and, and Morrison and,
0: and, you know, I mean, who, who was defending out there on the right for the Tigers? Ready.
1: Oh, Reddy was on the left.
0: Yeah, he was on the left. He and just, then Chris Lawrence was He on was a grunt too, I mean, on the left. It was, so it's Chris Lawrence the one no, that Lawrence, that gets smashed. No, must it must have been Reddy. He gets just getting punctured again and again.
1: Like, made so yeah, much Reddy, Reddy had some horrible attempted tackles. And I remember the the scouting report when we signed Reddy, it was, uh, you know, quality known defender. Really? <laughs> right.
0: Fucking I, Jesus. I remember, I remember when you signed Joel Reddy, I fucking laughed my ass off. Dude couldn't cut it at Parramatta. How's he going to cut it in a proper
1: size? <laughs> <laughs> well, it could have just been a disagreement with the coach. Yeah. Much like Josh Morris' stint in reserve
0: grade. Yeah, but Josh Morris actually shown quality in his time, you know, previously you know, with the Dragons and in his earlier time in the with the Bulldogs.
1: Yeah, I was disappointed that Benji wasn't the factor that we might have expected him to be, especially given that Robbie was out um, with uh, after his concussion in Origin 2. Oh, Origin 3, rather. Um, but Benji just couldn't really get into the game. And yep. they couldn't get anything going really. I think Masada Issefer probably had the biggest impact when he when he Tigers.
0: He was he was actually he was the one that was kind of setting up points, wasn't he? When yeah. He scored the try himself, and uh, I think he set up an at least another one. He and he was actually playing like he, you know, like with some desperation and, and like yeah. trying to lift the team up. I was actually impressed with his effort. Gorbachev. He was the only, was the only guy that really had a had a crack.
1: Yeah, he was oh, um, by
0: Ryan, I suppose, in his way as well.
1: Yeah, in his own special way. I think he was lucky to remain on the field, to be quite honest. Yeah. Um, I actually have my suspicions that that might have actually been part of the game plan from Sheenzy, yeah. given that Ben Barber has probably proven to be a little bit susceptible under the high ball in the past. Um, he might have sent Bowie out there to actually rough him up a little bit yeah. under those first few kicks, um, which then, if you... If we had have had the field possession and been able to hold onto the fucking ball, uh, a few more bombs, he might have might have been a little bit more. Yeah. Um, he's definitely improved in that area of his game, but yeah, um, definitely, it, you know, for what we saw of, if that was the game plan, for what we saw of it, it had zero effect, and Barber just carved us up the whole night. Yep. Good performance from the Dogs. Um, just quality coach side. I, I think they've probably got um, some guys in that team that. Probably wouldn't be playing a lot of first grade anywhere else, but Des Hasler's just getting the best out of them, um, and they all do their job. They all put in, and when you put them all together, fuck, they're a good side. Also, though, I mean, you got to say that. I mean, he, they you know, discrediting the dogs.
0: Yeah, oh, there, there was a lot of amateur hour shit that they did as well. I mean, to let that those twenty points in, I mean, some of the tries that they they let in were soft as, I mean that's they won't be a contender until they actually put an eighty minute performance together.
1: You want to talk about amateur hour? Yeah. How about that passage of play towards the end of the game where the Tigers? we um, were attacking from about their own twenty, you know, from their the bulldogs' twenty-five to thirty-meter line. Yeah. Ended up going about thirty meters, fucking backwards, with three different passes going over players' heads and rolling backwards, and two different kicks that <laughs> couldn't go forward. And if anything epitomised Hash Tigers' in decline, yeah. it was that passage of play. Yeah, <laughs> I, t- I mean, I've tried to refute that. I've tried to discredit it. Yeah, I tried to disagree with it. You had almost two months there where they you do could shit like that. Yeah.
0: And I mean, you had like a, probably what, a month where you would sort of like, you know, after they'd got a couple of wins. It was seven. It was
1: probably a bit of, well, it was over two months. Well, we no, because I mean,
0: you yeah, the decline thing, considering the losses that preceded the the wins, you know, you had to get a couple of wins before you yeah. can start thinking about reversing it. Then when it got to seven, you're like, aha, you know, a Tiger's in decline is some bullshit.
1: <laughs> Turns decline,
0: out. Tiger's in decline for life. Yeah. <laughs> It's Fuck just, off, <laughs> man. And you got Pandus this week, so imagine what happens if you <laughs> if you lose this week. <laughs> Fuck me, decline's in the least of your worries. Yeah.
1: It'll mean my uh my blood flow in decline.
0: Yeah, your 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 neck stretching from a noose <laughs> <laughs> Twitter. There's a lot of... I mean, there was less games this week, so I've kind of allowed a few more tweets in there uh, for, for the games uh, where where there were a lot of tweets. And this game, I think it might be the most uh, the most tweeted game.
1: Let's not read them all out because it would be fairly fucking depressing. Yeah, yeah,
0: not reading them all out, but I mean, there is a, a, a great selection uh, of ones here. We've got uh, Devonhead. Uh, Tigers are so tight now, they're all trying to injure themselves to sit with Robbie in the stand. <laughs> And of course, your hashtag is in decline in there. Uh, we've got DJX Plane. Medicabs should be reserved for busted back, neck, leg or head, not for a busted elbow by sans hat trick. <laughs> Tigers in decline. Oh, no, you didn't have that. He said nation. My mistake. Oh, you mistook. I saw, I saw hash T and I... Was, Twill nation I was for like, Tigers in decline. I just see hash T and I just beam. Um, now, some tributes came in for Lottie though. Bamsen Meister, of course, made his appearance. Lottie made more meters on that cart than he's done all season. Maybe he'd do better if they stuck him in a wheelchair. Hash disabled. Uh, Aussie 11198 said, I can only assume Lottie insulted Blair because he said, you're a bigger waste of money than I am. <laughs> hash Tigers in decline. Hash team Blair versus team Lottie. <laughs> holy shit and he's come back again and said uh, later on in the piece and said what an absolutely triumphant return Inu returns to the place where he assholed the tigers from the comp hash greatest moment in history
1: <laughs> who the fuck said that
0: Aussie 11198 one, aka okay, Jordan
1: I'm gonna kick that kid in the face
0: <laughs> at Supergrover before now that's how the doggies play footy Desbilar <sighs> of Kebabadad must have played past the
1: backpack at half time <laughs> he wants he thinks he's a fucking muppet <laughs> I'll make a puppet out of you, don't you worry about that.
0: Bemson Meister again. This is oh, this one I think was, you know, it was designed to ingratiate him to my, to myself. More holes in the Tigers defence than the case against Brett Stewart. Definitely. Hashtag oh, Tigers in decline. Fucking <laughs> please. B one five five four two. This game is about as entertaining as looking at Ben Cray's highlight reel. Hashtag Vivuzella, Hash Tigers in decline, Hashtag channel nine in decline. Cruzio six. Oh, this, I just I wanted to put this tweet to you because I just don't understand it. It seems the Guatemalan Hamburglers are getting it doggy styles. I can understand the Hamburglar part because I've said that the the black and white jerseys.
1: Yeah, I think he, what he meant to what he meant to say was Guantanamo.
0: Ah, Guantanamo. Yeah,
1: but because to, it's cruisy and he was probably. Um, <laughs> Overdosed on steak. <laughs> yeah, so he's got he's coming out. He knew not what he was typing. Maybe he got auto corrected to Guatemalan. In summary, fuck you, cruzy Ben
0: Dunn, forty three. When does it stop being hash tigers in decline and become hash tigers have flatlined? Glenn.
1: Well, if we lose to Penrith this week, it's got to, go, got to come close. <laughs> got a new one, I think. Here,
0: it's a Phil Fark. F-I-L-F-A-R-K on Twitter. <laughs> With a name like Ben Barbie, you'd think he'd have a decent haircut. <laughs>
1: Gotta he lo- was extra shiny before the start of the game.
0: Yeah, gotta love Keefe. He said uh, Tigers are using the Johnny Adams defence defence plan tonight. Non-existent, imaginary, better than what we're seeing. I feel sick.
1: You and me both.
0: Bimson, my star. He's paid six hundred k a year. He's fucking useless. Have the chocolate puddings eyes been wandering? Hash Sandow's brother, hash the pudding bastard. <laughs> and I think he's referring to there to Adam Blair <laughs> being a brother of Sandow. NQC 81 Oh
1: can we fucking
0: get past this game Competition points this weekend Cowboys 2 Tigers 0 Doesn't look like we'll be giving way to the Warriors anytime soon I believe that might have been in reference to the comment that you made last week on the show Or was it I? Doesn't matter No it was me Doesn't affect me It was me GT 351 Johns First half very average Second half was great Good win to the Mighty Bulldogs and a good effort by Tigers Okay Barber and Jay Morris Magic Yes, agreed. So he's, he's put hash dogs of war on there, like dogs of boar. Okay, Chambo33 finally. The Tigers lose, hash Tigers in decline, hash Lottie's hat trick in decline, hash top eight in decline, hash Glenn the sex pest for shits and giggles. <laughs> Saturday, the Canberra Raiders 40, pumped the Melbourne Storm 12. Down at Amy Park in in, uh, Melbourne, in front of a crowd of just over 12,000 people. The points. Canberra, they had 40 points in their tries, came to Shandor Earl, to Reese Robinson, Jared Croker, Blake Ferguson, and Edric Lee with the hat trick. Good players do. Yes. Melbourne Storm, they had a double to Justin O'Neill and a double on the conversions to uh, Gareth Widdop. Storm were really bad without Cam Smith. Yeah, I have, a fear. I have a theory. I, I bet that, you do. It's not that they're bad, like, you know, just, just with it. I mean, if he's out of the side for it, say he was injured, I don't think they'd be that bad. But I think when Bellamy, like, it's a home game, Slater's already injured, and then he further goes ahead and rests Cam Smith, I think that's his tendency to message the entire team that we got this game and these cunts aren't shit and we'll fucking win without you. Yeah, you could be and right. And they might have got in their head. You know what I mean? Like, just overconfidence and just and, and just no respect paid at all to Canberra. Because Canberra, you know, but let's, having let's be honest, said they that, haven't gone very... They, Canberra, they're not going very well. I mean, they, they should have expected to easily account for them.
1: With the exception of Kronk, some of the guys in that team have played for some pretty fucking ordinary teams. Yeah, but they don't... Jason mind. Riles, Brian Norrie. Yeah. yeah. Ryan Hoffman's a Tigers junior. Oh, Brian Norrie, I mean, what are you... Say are you no saying? more. What are
0: you saying? <laughs> His team is out in the country. they probably
1: winning Division yeah. 58 I'll fucking, fucking play titles. for Granulla, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And not in 2012, I might add. <laughs> so, sorry. you would think that if anyone, off, you know, from a club like Cronulla, back in the bad old days, yeah. they would know those sorts of uh, pitfalls and that living- you could take advantage of if you were playing for a shit club like that.
0: Living on living the high life, riding around on Robbie's, uh, sorry, on uh, Cam and, and Robbie's Billy's, Billy's jet skis. Yeah, Taking well. their caravan out on the weekend.
1: Maybe that's it.
0: You know,
1: it's Maybe they're too up. spoiled. Maybe they're prima donnas down there
0: now. I think they certainly are. Yeah. I mean, He's exactly. gone
1: from the country, you now all of a sudden, Korean Casino. Or bust. That's right. That's right. Look, the Raiders, they put it together. Yep. Hat trick for Manute Bowl. Yeah. He's been a real highlight of the Raiders' season so far. I've yeah, been really
0: impressed with him. Highly touted when he was uh, coming up through the 20s. And, uh, Absolutely. A bit slow to start uh, in his first grade career, but, geez, he's gotten it going the last couple of weeks. Yeah, he looks like a
1: cricket sump had sex with a praying mantis, but he's fucking he's quality. <laughs> That's a fucking lot. Okay. He's got extra long skinny limbs, man, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but why? Like a cricket stump's only like two
0: foot tall. What are you talking about? It's
1: very thin, Nathan.
0: Huh? Okay,
1: so it's praying mantis. And pointy. I, mean, I think he's been done. Yeah. Maybe a praying mantis had sex with a praying mantis, but how fucking boring does that sound? What couldn't you be more? Throw like, a cricket stump in there. Shit gets kinky.
0: Why couldn't you, like, Benson, Benson, White, and say, like, a you know, a praying mantis had sex with a chocolate pudding or something?
1: Well, maybe I just maybe <laughs> praying mantis is just a sex pest <laughs> and, and took a liking to a cricket stump. The point is, kid can play. The good stuff and praying medicine has nothing to do with his playing ability. <laughs> That's not Maybe that wasn't my point. Maybe my point is that Blake Ferguson looked every bit the superstar that he thinks he is in this game. Yeah. For, at least. Yeah, he did. And he, and I want to see of, him, like, as a post try celebration, just, you know, taking a fake, like, selfie. <laughs> you know? Or pull an Maybe. iPhone out from the, underneath the corner post. Yeah. Take a bit of a quick selfie, post it on Instagram. So he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have to actually, he
0: wouldn't need to do the fake, fake iPhone thing, because if you just get your hand like that and then go, and go do it and do the swiping action, you know, yeah. people know you meant an iPhone, and then you can just go,
1: you know, yeah. hold it up and smile. Oh, that's what I. I mean, that's be very. That's nothing's more Blake Ferguson than that.
0: It's a bit of an inside baseball joke for him to. Do. I mean, like not all the fans would get it. They wouldn't understand that he's uh got a habit of pasting, uh, posting selfies to Instagram.
1: Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, maybe he's going to hold that one well, maybe back they when, should move out from under their fucking rocks, Nathan. Maybe when
0: Dugan returns, they'll do it, because they seem to post a lot of selfies together.
1: Yeah. Which is off. Yeah. Some would say they're naked. Together. Well, read into that what you will. Yeah.
0: I'm not saying anything.
1: It is Canberra. so I don't know what they're doing with fireworks and free porn. Well, it's not free. It's just legal, isn't it? <laughs> But they play for Canberra Raiders, so they probably do get it for free. With their fireworks Maybe Don't want to know Where they're putting them This could well be a blip On the Storm's radar But there's some Worrying signs Defensively there though
0: Yes I'm, I'm totally prepared To write this off As just a, a Complacent An anomaly An anomaly From a team That's uh, You know Was far at the top Of the table Still still has a lead uh, Only two resting,
1: point lead Over the Dogs And the Dogs resting, are on fire
0: Resting players You know I just have a feeling That um they've got through The origin period now And uh, we game on From next week
1: yeah, I'd just like to see them, this whole resting players thing, I've never agreed with it. And I'd just like to see, you know, games like this where they should play their, their top uh, squad and they didn't and they lost. I'd like to see, you know, some games now where they are playing their full complement of players. Yep. Especially when Slater comes back, I'd just like to see them get pumped. Yeah. And be decidedly uh, unimpressive.
0: Yep. And it may happen because, you know, when you get a, even if you are losing these games, I mean, you get in a habit of losing games. It doesn't just turn around straight away.
1: Yeah, well, some of the things that would normally come so naturally to them drop a little bit of confidence here and there. Yep, it's uh, it's a pretty fine line in the NRL, and, and you know, doesn't take much for for a lesser light sort of side to to knock off one of the big guns. Anything else to say on the game? No. Nope. Twitter, the chapo
0: eighty two. Wow, Blake Ferguson looks like Robert Louis misses after Mad Monday. <laughs> two black eyes. Wow, Bimson Meister. Just turned this on and the Raiders are winning. Gee, that's rarer than a tiger's passing move with direction. Hash rocking horse shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know. And I um, refuse to take criticism <laughs> from a skinny ranger.
0: And there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of talk about uh talk about like people being surprised, you know, like thinking that they were blind, you know, whatever. And I'll get to some of those tweets as well. Um in fact uh, with Benson Meister again, he said that pass went further forward than Ben Cray ever gets in a match. Ouch. Hash miles miles forward. Then he goes, hash twat in the hat. It's Cat in the Hat, and it's not ben Cray. And, ben Cray, and it wasn't even a Dragons game. What are you talking about, Ben? It's a nice game. The Chapo 82. the storm. there you go. The storm Stormer making Ferguson look like the superstar he isn't. Oh. yeah. <laughs> uh, <There> you go. <laughs> Me and the Chapo. And the other thing that, you know, people weren't really that happy to to discuss the game per se.
1: Chapo is the hand of the King of the West, you know. But uh, Gaznia. Copped that guy's a cock. I'm just going to come out and say it right now. Mark Gaznia... Is a cock.
0: His performance was absolutely <laughs> atrocious and uh, it was picked up on by uh, a couple of listeners. Benson Meister, uh, how many times did Gaznia stay Melbourne Storm then? They should put him in a wheelchair so everyone knows he's handicapped. And then we've got our uh, dashing Dan one. Gaznia should do like NFL players do and donate his brain to be examined, preferably sometime this week.
1: <laughs> no one would fucking know.
0: No, no. He exactly. could
1: well have already done that.
0: <laughs> and oh, Moss are back in there again this Raiders team's been missing longer than Azaria Chamberlain and uh, picking up on Gaznier again to, uh, three repeat sex you, <laughs> you Gaznier have a problem go to hospital and stay away from my TV you fucking idiot Ash Gaznia is a retard
1: he was spurting sauce on the sideline.
0: Nat Beatty, NJBT on Twitter said, Oh, fuck yeah, I'm back on the boys. Raiders 2012.
1: <laughs> and then a couple of minutes later, he
0: sent another tweet and said, uh, I'm going to try heroin tonight. I'm that bulletproof. <laughs> 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 Which is one of my favourite tweets you've ever got. actually. Um, HSV Raiders. Does Lottie have a hat trick? No. But Edric Lee does. At Edric underscore Lee, apparently, does. So there you go. You can tweet your, your new hero. I shall do. Patrick Hero. Michael Darren 79. Mark had just said uncharacteristical. <laughs> yep. yep. Our dollars is going towards this bloke's employment. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, then then the uh, the disbelief started hit setting in with people. B15542. Am I going blind or did the Raiders just beat Melbourne? And uh Southerly Dan said, I think I'm drunk off my one beer so far. I swear I just read Canberra beat Melbourne. And Troy underscore seventy nine. Long suffering Raiders fan. Storm fans will say they had no Slater or Smith. Who cares? We had Dugan, Campo, White, Harrison, out, among others. That's a fair point too.
1: Exactly. What I'm... This whole ex-players as commentators thing, I just wonder when people are going to... When the hierarchy of of the networks, and Foxtel as well, are going to get the idea that it's not a particularly smart idea. Well,
0: it's, it, it can be a, a very dumb idea, but I think that uh, with things like the footy show, you get players that certainly show that they're, you know, capable of doing, like, you know, like...
1: Stringing Bo, a sentence together. Well, Bo Ryan
0: has person, you know, he has personality, and, you know, he can work in front of a camera, and, you know... Yeah,
1: as can Benji.
0: You no, know, yeah, you know, he has his moments. Fucking please. But he's not half, he's not half of the television personality of Bo Ryan, and I don't even think Bo Ryan's funny, but, I mean, just he's, you know, he, he can work in front of a camera. Like Maddie Johns could, you know, back and you know, obviously now he's parlayed that into you know, television.
1: Whatever as well. whatever he's calling that that he's doing at the moment. Yeah, yeah.
0: But Adam McDougal. Oh mate, Simon Woolford. Mark Gasnier. Mark Gasnier is probably he he's like the the turning point, I think, in the tide of public opinion in this player's as, as, as
1: commentators, sideline eyes, whatever. And if I didn't get super nostalgic for all the people that I've seen in pubs that have been super drunk and fucking just unwittingly funny, yep. um, I'd probably have a, a much bigger issue with Andrew Johns and Brad Fittler as well. Yeah. But I, I don't know if, if they're high on something or drunk or a combination of both or maybe they just have their fingers up each other's asses but there's an in-joke there going on somewhere every time those two are on camera together. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And just the looks on their faces makes me laugh.
0: Yeah, I what they're
1: just... saying is ridiculous. They're Aussie larricans. They're, they're little Aussie battlers trying to make their way in a tough, harsh broadcasting world, Nathan.
0: Peeling off their dials. Let's <laughs> 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 move on. Anyway, um, the New Zealand Warriors 32 defeated the Gold Coast Titans 14 at Skilled Park, and the crowd seventeen thousand one hundred and thirty four. Didn't look like 17,000 to me, but there were a lot of Kiwis there, no doubt about that. Yes. New Zealand Warriors points there, 32, came from tries too. Ben Matalino. Matalino. Matulino. Kevin Locke. Locke. Sean (laughs) Johnson. Johnson. (laughs) And a hat-trick to Conrad Harrell. Conrad Harrell. And which school did he go to, Dale Husband? (laughs) (laughs) Three tries, as good players do, and he's a good player. Um, I don't think he actually went to school. I think someone just chiseled him out of a fucking rock. (laughs) Yeah. And Maloney, he was four of six on the conversions. The Gold Coast, their 14 points came from tries to boat champion. Get it to Gordon. And David Mead. Get it to Gordon.
1: Princey, one of three on the kicks. He's been kicking with Benji. He has. Important road win for the Warriors. I think they're starting to hit their straps for a run to the finals. Yep, yep, they're certainly they're looking pretty good, and they're one of those sides that was very lucky to have uh,
0: little to no representation at any stage in the State of Origin series, Yep. so, uh, you know, injury-wise, they're fairly okay, although um, Hurrell did pick up an injury, and I don't think he's playing this week, but, you know, generally speaking, injury-wise, they're, they're good, um, the players aren't fatigued from playing in the extra, you know, rep footy, so they're sitting in a pretty good position at the moment, I mean, just edged
1: their way into the eight. Yeah, young Harrell with a hat-trick, as we mentioned, um... Just how good's he going to get when he develops some different lines to run, other than just running over the top of people? Yeah, and uh, and maybe a little bit of footwork.
0: It's working for him at the
1: moment. Yeah, but the NRL sort of adapts fairly quickly to those sorts of guys, especially he's getting a little bit of press now, and and you know he he's going to start making his way into teams' game plans down the track. So he's going to have to come up with some some different strings to his bow to um to overcome that. But and, and I think. Some of these little issues he's having with injury as well. Yep. Just, you know, a little bit, a couple of weeks here and a couple of weeks there. I think it's just he's young, as, as big as he is, just a young body. He's yep. not used to the rigours of the NRL, so yep. um, he's going to improve in that regard as well. Fuck, he's a talent, though. Yeah, he sort absolutely. Of, he, he came in with a lot of hype and there was a lot of people talking about him. He certainly justified his existence.
0: Pretty sure he's going to make his so way under the ballot for the uh, Rookie of the Year.
1: Yeah, this we'll get to that shortly. Wars. I've yeah. got another candidate. Um David Mead lost his dad in PNG the, during the week. Still managed to play for the Titans. Um, due to their injury problems, they already had their state of origin, well, three. Yeah. Greg Bird, um, Harrison, and Nate Miles as yep, well. Yep, yep. Uh, out for the game. And what an effort for him. You know, it would have been really tough to play under those circumstances. But um has got a good try. Up. Sorry.
0: Certainly, other players have in similar situations recently haven't backed up.
1: No, that's true. Not, I, not, I don't begrudge them. I'm just
0: saying that they haven't. So uh, I'm just, I'm really, I'm just giving him credit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. In the end, it was some poor ball control that cost the Titans the game. Not their injured stars. I think they were right in the game at certain points, but they just let themselves down and, and really gifted the Warriors too much possession and field position. And with the mood the Warriors are in at the moment, it was it, it was too much for the, the Gold Coast to come back from. Yep. The Warriors with that much ball put. Enough points on to um, to come away with an, a pretty impressive win. So, who were you going to say?
0: Was it this game? You were going to say someone that was going to go on the uh, rookie Next. ballot? Next game, okay. I was going to say because I was just I was going through my brain thinking who the fuck else was in that game that could possibly qualify. <laughs> I'm glad there was no one. Okay, so Twitter, the Chapo eighty two. This is the f- <laughs> this tweet is the first of a sequence from uh, everybody. Lol. Idris has a turning circle of an A380. Hash tries before pies. <laughs> Bamsenmeister, overpaid, overweight, not overly bothered. I think Idris is the third of the Pudding Boys with Sando and Blair. Hash fat asses. And Man, he's how back,
1: did Blair get lumped in there? Yeah, well. He's an
0: athlete. Overpaid, not doing anything. That's okay. Thanks yeah. uh, for clarifying. He's come back then and said, uh, that is an underarm that Idris is wearing. It's a fucking gusset. Hash fat, as fat ass, and then, he's, and then he proceeds again to say, "Hurl at the double." Who's marking him? Oh yeah, it's the fucking wall of fat. It's unsurprising. Hash fat ass. Uh, We've got another, another. I think it's another new new uh, tweeter, Warmess, which is W A R M E S S underscore. Lottie's in hospital right now with a massive jealousy bone over Hurl's try scoring prowess. Hash real first grader. Hash tigers in decline.
1: Or I need to you... get the cold soup ladle out to Lottie.
0: I think that's your first. I think that's your first uh, first tweet there, uh, Simon. And uh, welcome. Clearly, clearly you're a listener. I mean, you have got the hashtag shit down pat already. And a cock. Bemson Meister Warriors playing reggae footy, according to Icon. Now rivaling Gaznia for most handicapped man in the league. <laughs> reggae Dude, footy. What does that footy. mean? I guess it's They've because they pulled black. some
1: cones before they run onto the field.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. Marcus underscore Rob, two hat-tricks the day after LT gets injured and may not play again. Proof he's been affecting hat-tricks everywhere, hash hat-tricks on the incline. And then you also get um yeah Wolfman the day after this tweet, so there there might be something to that.
1: I think I've actually, the NRL and yeah. the players that have scored hat-tricks since the inception of this show. Yeah. Um, All-time high? I'd like to see, over the, the three seasons. Yeah compared to any other three-season block in the history of rugby league.
0: If there'd been more hat tricks, You're
1: welcome. You're fucking
0: welcome. Maybe should get on to David Middleton. Because he actually does... He, he will look things up and get back to you. Because I remember... Um, I did I send him an email back... Oh, that's remember. for Choppy's games, wasn't it? Isn't choppy's it? 100 go- yeah, yeah, exactly. So, interesting. <clears throat> okay, uh, what have we got? Meister Has Jamal Idris gone past Air's Rock as the largest static object in Australia? If not, I'm sure this week's pies will do the job. <laughs> <laughs> Tall Hayden. Idris is so fat. I bet if he went to Wet and Wild, he'd wear a t shirt.
1: <laughs> That's magnificent. <laughs> that is
0: fantastic. Freak09 said I wanted. GC Titans is after someone to count the crowd at home games. Package includes game day perks, must supply own dartboard. <laughs> so. <laughs>
1: Oh, I I love our listeners.
0: Our listeners have finally, they've surpassed us in in harshness. Yes. We're looking like the reasonable ones now. Okay, uh, Sunday. I am. (laughs) (laughs) You certainly are not. Sunday. The the South Sydney Rabbitohs, 34, defeated the Newcastle Knights, 14, at ANZ Stadium. Crowd just over 16,000 people. And their points, their Rabbitohs points they came from, tries to, John Sutton, Isaac Luke, Chris McQueen, Dylan Farrell, Nathan Peets, Andrew Everingham. Reynolds, 5 of 6 on the conversions. The Newcastle Knights, 14, came from a try to Chris Houston and a double to Aquila Uwate Pate. Tyrone Roberts, 1 from 3 off the boot.
1: The irony of Adam Reynolds being a lock, well, as close to a lock for Rookie of the Year and Chris Sandow, uh, the man that he's replaced at South Sydney, uh, only eligible to really win the overpaid Fat Count of the Year award.
0: Yeah, two-horse race there for mine. Three horse race, actually.
1: The Pudding Brothers. <laughs> the Pudding Triplets.
0: Because they, they are all, um, I mean, yeah, they all were overpaid, really, considering their effort <laughs> this with
1: this year. That's really weird. I've I got can't... a random thought. We went to a friend's place on Saturday. Yeah. And um, said, uh, would you like us to bring anything? Yeah. And they said, well, why don't you grab some dessert? Yeah. So, I went to the shop. Yeah. And I opened up the, the you know, the fucking cold section thing. Yeah. And I saw these chocolate puddings. Yeah, and it was a three pack. (laughs) And I looked at it and thought, "Why the fuck would you buy three? Like Uh, two or four or a single or something?" Three. Fucking absolute marketing genius. Yeah, could fucking sign those those boys up. (laughs) Third party deal. You're welcome, boys. (laughs) Lifetime supply of fucking three pack chocolate puddings for them. Exactly. Do you think they might be the finals run story of 2012? No. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, are you smoking? No. Oh, you are great. We just got off talking about the Warriors. The Warriors have a much better chance of it than they are. Fuck's sake. I, I think they're, they're pretty impressive at the moment. They're full strength. Um, they've got a genuine superstar in English. Um, a coach that seems to be finding his groove. A young, hungry Rookie, leading him around from halfback. A um, bit of an impact player in Dave Taylor when he turns it on. Um, you only have to look at his last season at the Broncos. This was the time of year where he really started playing some of his best footy before he headed off to to actually join the Bunnies. So there's no reason why he couldn't really do the same sort of thing again this year and uh, and get the South s- s- into the finals with a bit of momentum. Yeah, I'm not convinced You're just, yeah, it's, it's like talking about Canterbury. You're just, you know... No, loathe I, I, to give them any credit.
0: No, no. I mean, like, they're they're going they're going okay, but I mean, this is this is against Newcastle Knights, a woeful side uh, by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, you know, the, their wins have been few and far between. When they have jagged a win, it's been you know obviously against teams more useless than they. So, quite frankly, <laughs> I'm not prepared to rate the Rabbitohs just yet. Let's see them, uh, you know, in a game. Because remember when they played teams like the Broncos. They yeah. had it handed to them. They tried hard, but they had their asses handed to them. So, I want to see them front up against, you know, Storm, Doggies. West that Tigers. Sort, that sort of thing. Well, that, you know, West Tigers. I'm just going to extrapolate from the Newcastle Knights performance when they put, like, 40 on, you know, cane, whatever they put on the Tigers and caned them. South caned them, so I'm assuming that'd be 60 nil. You don't want any part of that.
1: Who's the bigger flop of 2012? Sandow, Idris, Adam Blair, West Tigers, and Newcastle Knights. Well... You'd have to think. You it's... haven't been asked a harder question since the last time I asked you. Why is your hair so poor?
0: All right, so let's think here. Sandow has been a massive flop, no doubt about it, but so is Adam Blair. Tigers, I think, you know what? I'm, I think the Tigers are probably more so than Newcastle Knights for the, only, the reason being is that the Tigers were supposed to be favourites this year. The Knights were absolutely.
1: Tigers, shit. say what you want about the Tigers. There's still a red hot chance of making the eight. You make the eight, you can win the comp. So. Yeah, okay. At
0: the end of the day, whatever whatever
1: happens between rounds one and 26, right, if before round one you're premiership favourites, you make the eight, you go through the finals and win the comp. So your premiership favourites, you win the comp. Yeah. End of story. Whatever happens in between doesn't fucking matter.
0: Yeah, okay. Does it really? And so when's the last time a team has scraped into the eight won the comp? You're going to bring up. You can. We've bring,
1: got eight weeks left, Nathan. You can bring up I Parramatta
0: mean, in. You can bring up Parramatta in 2009,
1: but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean jack shit. Well, they, they didn't win they, the comp. Did exactly, they
0: exactly. They didn't win. That's all, that's that's my
1: point exactly. So we don't really need to scrape into the eight. We're really only two points adrift at the moment. What I'm saying with is, a, with a possible 16 points up for grabs. The seventh, I mean, I say possible. I mean fucking absolute.
0: The seventh, the seventh or eighth position that you're going to get to, it's not going to be high enough. Look at the winners from the last fucking six, seven, Top years. four. <laughs> Top fucking four Buckley's chance of top four we'll Buckley's. see Buckley's absolute fucking You want to have another jersey on it <laughs> you get there first and we'll have a jersey on the grand final if you're good enough
1: okay sweet <laughs> I've got two jerseys this year already I can do with another one yeah i got one I'll even it up easy <laughs> grand final specialists okay maybe our listeners could put uh, put their thoughts forward on, uh, on the biggest flop of 2012 yeah or well, Maybe maybe, have it as a fucking category. I think
0: we'll have it as a category because the the only reason why this year and not our previous years is A, you know, it's good to expand it, but B, I don't think there's been a year that has featured so many notable flops, Mm. uh, you know, that that people, you know, had such great expectations for at the start of the season. I mean, look, you're the only person who had great expectations for Blair, but for the other ones, I'm sure all of Parramatta were, you know, waiting to see Sandow do his thing. Sure. Um, Idris, you know. Who know. knows? The Gold Coast, they don't even really care about their football team, do they? <laughs>
1: <laughs> when was the last time we've seen a True, Wayne, Be- Wayne Bennett coached football side out-muscled defensively? I was, if it's one characteristic of a Wayne Bennett side, yeah. it's their, their resilience in defence. Um, Newcastle Manly Manly don't display the any fucking evidence Wayne of that Bennett's whatsoever. Team, yeah. Beg
0: your pardon? This is probably the last time Manly played the Broncos when Wayne Bennett was at the helm. Oh, fucking hell.
1: <laughs> it's no wonder he's trying so hard to replicate the Dragons' 2010 side in Newcastle. There's fuck all to work on with in Newcastle currently.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, you yeah, know, the Dragons, you've got to look back to when he turned up there. I mean, you yeah, know, they had some great players, but they also had some, you know, guys that have since made a name, you know, that had improved under him. I'm not seeing people, you know, showing that great improvement under Bennett at the Knights.
1: I haven't seen one player,
0: not one. I'm just, yeah, and if there's any silence here, it's because I'm trying to think of it and I can't. I can think of players that have gone backwards.
1: I can think of 25 players that have gone backwards, to be quite honest. <laughs> but yeah, it's unfortunate, Knights. Not it's not really. To, it's not going to get any better. Can't buy a premiership.
0: And the problem the problem with the Knights is... Unless you that, pay for Adam Blair. With eight weeks yeah. to go in the comp, the Knights have got to play Manly twice. Ouch. So shit's going to get real. Ouch. <laughs> that four against ain't going to improve itself. All right. Twitter. Dashing Dan1. said, South, the pride of the league. More like the pride of neck tattoo artists at The Illustrated Man. Hash, Fox commentators are gibbers, And I also object to that prior league thing. That's bullshit. Ben Dunn, 43. Glad I'm not an Eels or Knights supporter this year. Hash, declines everywhere. Yep. Smug Cronulla fans getting their little season in the sun. <laughs> Barjars Hansen.
1: They've had their hard times, man. They have. Those, they those have. fans have taken some fucking flack, not just I, I, from this show, but yeah, they've taken plenty.
0: From life in general. Barjars Hansen. Is games like today where I wonder why Wayne persists with that Cuthberts and Nuffy? Maybe he's Wayne's chunky fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> Big Dan, 1985. What a shitty game. Knights were never in it. I think that's our season. Can't see Bennett delivering miracles now.
1: Yeah, I I can't see it
0: happening this season. To be fair, I thought your season was probably a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, agreed. Um, No, the stuff, you know, befitting the quality of the game, I suppose. uh, That was it for tweets on that game. So we move to the uh, match of the round. Manly Seagulls, 40, defeated the Parramatta Eels, 24, at the Fortress, Half Halftime, fuck, I just want to bring up the halftime score, 34-0 to Manly. The points came from a double to Brett Stewart. What do you call it four try haul <laughs> What do you call it? Oh you can't say four tries to wolf man. I mean it needs Quatre. a four try. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and Cherry Evans also got a try. Uh Jamie Lyon was six of seven on the day and the Eels their twenty-four points came from tries to double the Ken another one to Luke Burt and to Jake Mullaney, a four of four from Burt. Tell you what, when the you know, the game's not on the line, that dude can bang him over from the touchline all
1: fucking day. Yeah. All day. Um, when it is on the line, he ends up collapsing into a puddle of his own tears.
0: Under under the under under the supernatural f- fist of, of of your deceased father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so shoot. Um, you actually got to watch this game at my place. I did live. And my wife commented on how subdued you were. Yeah, I'm usually pretty calm with the pretty calm with the games. I think she would much
1: prefer to be married to you. Uh, not you know, to me. It's not the first time I heard that. Oh well, I mean, exactly right. I mean, your, <laughs> you, your charm, your uncanny good looks, yeah, and the fact that you need to subdue Bit your of... erections with a soup ladle <laughs> might have something to do with it. Yeah. Um.
0: But yeah, I'm, I'm usually pretty calm through the games. Um. This one, this one was a bad example though, because never at any point was the result in doubt. From no. like the tenth minute onwards, it was game over, and so there wasn't that tension where you know, no. are we going to win? Are we going to lose? You know,
1: if we got to forty nil. Yeah, and mainly clocked off. I don't know if forty that makes forty nil their energy source or their kryptonite.
0: <laughs> I think it's the, just a coincidence because also at that moment of forty nil, we had a uh, Tafua leaving the field, and we had Brett Stewart leaving the field. Uh, with, you know, injuries or precautionary injuries, and also uh, Joe Nullivow as well had a had a cork, and so we from that point on, that minute, we actually uh, operated on a one man bench for the rest of the second half. So that probably had a lot to do with it. They probably did clock off a little bit as well, but also just that the having the fullback and the winger going off at the same time I don't think any team in the comp carries two back uh, back backline players on their bench so what ended up happening was we had Matai moving to fullback and so robbing the centre of that side and then uh, and Bura moved out to the wing on that side Mm. and so what you had was a forward on the wing the centre was removed and it's no surprise that that's where uh, they scored three of their four tries
1: I think it was a, still a missed opportunity for Manly to really fine-tune their attack in a bit of a training run against the Eels, who were fairly fucking woeful. Yeah, they were so- comical. Some of the errors they were making.
0: Yeah, it was like they were, you know they were, they were like playing like against a team of visible men. I mean, the one thing that I mean most most of the tries were were well put together, and I mean they sort of highlighted the the two attacking I guess you know styles that Manly has, and it seems that they've got like all of the the skills and you know the guys that can draw players in and off like, you know, do pinpoint passing and get it out to a, you know a, a two on one with Jamie Lyon, and you can just either score it himself or dish it off to Wolfman for the try. Mm-hmm. Then you got the left hand side, which is just basically uh, Tofua and Matai and T Rex. Just smashing their way through the line, and then someone backing up. And usually they get you know pretty close to scoring. Then the shift over to the right ends up with you know the glory uh, on Wolfman's
1: side. Um, yeah, I mean it was pretty it was pretty horrible for Power. I think at one point during that initial massacre, which they clocked up to forty 0 mainly, the, it just looked like they're playing his fucking holograms.
0: Yeah, well, the that, the one try sticks out because I mean, they they had the kind of they had to the earn most of them. I mean, they yeah, you know, the defense just wasn't good, you know, that great. But the one that really stuck out was that second one of Brett Stewart's in the second half there, where they had the scrum and it was just literally just one pass, just like yeah. dished off to Stewart on the fly, and he just ran went straight, straight through. through. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, there was just a gap, you know, you could have driven a bus through there.
1: Oh, absolutely, it was. It was woeful. I don't know if they're quitting on their coach. They're just they're just clueless at the moment, Power and uh, it's been a fairly woeful season for them. They're not really coming up with too many answers. Um, the answer, the, their most recent attempt at coming up with an answer involved Chris Anderson. Um, yep. He was possibly the most overrated coach in the history of rugby league. And, you know, a guy overseeing another guy, I mean, when has that ever really worked? I mean,
0: you had Phil Gould overseeing uh, Ricky Stewart back in the days, but that was basically just, you know, Phil Gould and his coaching the yeah, he was leadership. the puppet
1: master. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, went. Usually, it's a bad, you know, it's a sign of you know the guy's about to get arseholed.
1: You suspect so. It's not a good look. It's not a positive sign. You wouldn't say that.
0: Well, the other thing i want to talk about is, is Heinmarsh. I mean, he got into a bit of a scuffle with uh, with Matai um, when he did a crusher tackle on him, uh, which he resented because of his you know ongoing neck issues. Mm. Uh, then he got pinged for another one later on in the game. I think wasn't it? Um, there was
1: yeah. There's two incidents,
0: and then he was pulled. Then he was pulled off the field about 20 minutes in, mm. and yeah, he, things were getting a bit heated. So you know, on one hand, you go oh, okay, "It's a smart move. Let's just diffuse it a bit." But he didn't get back on for a f- long, long time in the game. Probably he was probably off until the last 20 minutes. It felt like absolutely, and he was sort of pacing the sideline, like you know, wanting yeah. to go on. He wasn't but looking happy the at all. Is, what the hell is going on there? I mean, because Highmarsh never clocks off.
1: Yeah. Nathan yeah. Hindmarsh is to para what Luke Lewis is to Penrith, only more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I just, I think they're, they're sort of detracting or taking away a little bit from Hindmarsh's dignity um, and, and not allowing him to retire with the, you know, with his head held high and, and yeah. going out, you know, with quality performance. It's not like it's going to have any real effect on their end result of their season. You know what? You know?
0: Maybe it might prevent some tries being scored against them.
1: Yeah, Mate,
0: yeah, yeah it know, might
1: have a positive result. Guys a tackling on their machine, for and against. Yeah, um, he doesn't deserve the way he's being treated, and like I said, their season's long gone. You would think that you know there's every chance, um, you know, for him to go out, you know, on his terms. But pulling him off after twenty minutes and, and giving him a bit of junk time at the end.
0: Yeah, ridiculous. It's pretty poor form. Yep. All right, moving on to Twitter. Michael Darren seventy nine. The Storm's wrestling tactics caused Matai's bulging disc and Parramatta's soft defence is trying to fix it. (laughs) Mr. Bowles, it's always nice to hear the Para Eels have conceded forty plus points again. Hash, today will be a good day. Hash, eat a bag of dicks. And he actually tweeted that to the Parramatta Eels Twitter.
1: Loves Parra, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure where that comes from. I because yeah, they're both Western Sydney sides, but it's not like there's this bad blood thing between Penrith and Parramatta, is there?
1: Not really no okay. not that
0: I'm aware of sololow Dan to my paraatta supporting mates, I'm sorry as a sharks fan i have been there coach has got to go sandow is eating in brackets l o l up too much of the cap <laughs> cambo ninety six surely Parramatta lead the n r l dot 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 in kickoffs.
1: I suspect they probably do.
0: Yeah, and uh, he's he's come in again and said, what a great score for Manly after 47 minutes. 40-0, 40-0, 40-0. And he's tweeted that to the Melbourne Storm Twitter account. (laughs) 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 And to be be fair, they fucking deserve it too. Michael Darren, 79, has said, poor Heidi, standing up waiting to go on. Team is smashed by 40 and the camera catches him scratching his nuts. So yeah, I don't remember seeing that, but yeah, I I believe it 100%. All right, moving on. Monday Night Foot Bitch. Cronulla, Sutherland Sharks, 14. Drew with the Sydney Roosters, 14, at Toyota Stadium in front of a crowd of a touch over 13,000 people. The Points. Cronulla's 14 points came from tries to Ben Pomeroy and Ricky Lietelli. And conversions. Where'd they go? None. None. No Conversions. And Carney got three penalty goals. Wow. What the hell is going on there? And also, I think, in the context of the match, it's probably fair to fair to talk about the field goals as well. Carney missed two. Wade Graham missed one. Sydney Roosters, their 14 points came from tries two, two dads, Sean Kennedy-Dowell, Aidan Guerra and BJ Leilua. Now, the conversions there, Dan Mortimer was one of three. And their field goals, Mitchell Pearce went o for 3 and Daniel Mortimer went o for 1. This game... Fuck this game,
1: seriously! I was surprised it went to golden point. Cronulla well, looked to be home and host.
0: They had all the all the all the calls, all the penalties.
1: Yeah, the penalty count was fucking heavily. It was like sort weighted. Of, It was
0: like a vicinity of like eight three or something. Yeah, like that, eight two at one eight stage. Two, yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah, there's. Is there's this no really sense. what golden point's supposed to be about? Well, yeah. Why? What? You know? Why can't you just let them play? Let yeah. them play and let one team get up you know, attacking, you know, their trial line and, you know, throw a cut-out pass for the other team yeah. to intercept and run 80 metres and score in the corner with Lottie Takiri running. Oh, hang on. Sorry, I got carried away. Um, Yeah, maybe it is what Golden Point should be about. Well,
0: conversely, unless you need a result from a game, why have it?
1: Well, the argument's always been that fans want a result.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, like, in a, in a regular season game, I mean, they, they obviously have the... The allocation there of one point for a draw that happened in this in this game, so it's not the end of the world. Both teams come away with something.
1: Um, I like Gus's idea that um, if uh, if it goes to golden point, even the losing team gets something. So I don't know if if you know if the winning team gets a point. Or sorry, gets two points, and the losing team gets a point in if it goes to golden point, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, it kind of rewards the team, the losing team, but, I mean, it doesn't reward the winning team anymore, more, even though they've won, you know, in more... I don't know. Yeah, tough but, call. I'd say just piss it off but
1: altogether. Fucking hell. Jeez, there were some horrible attempts at field goal. Yeah, I mean... Especially from two of the sweetest timers of the ball in the NRL, in the NRL, uh, in Todd Carney and Mitchell Pierce. I'm no
0: surprised that Mitchell Pierce's, uh one tied up at the end of the origin didn't go over.
1: Yeah, well... To say streak, he's out of him? form with uh, with his field goal boot is is an understatement. <laughs> yep. Fucking waifle. With everything in general. I Overall, it. I thought Pierce was pretty disappointing actually. Yeah. Um. He really can't cling to this young half excuse anymore as, um, as a reason for some fairly sporadic performances. Yeah. He's I have old to enough. Say. He's old enough. I'm not denying the guy's talent, and I, I think he does deserve to be in the Origin side, um, based on the fact on no his capabilities, is. but. I don't know that he shows it consistently.
0: No. I agree. This game was absolutely cancerous.
1: Yeah, well, you got to give the Sharks credit for hanging on without Gallon. Yeah, uh, but they, a had number all the other front all, they had stars, all the
0: calls but, and all the, all the penalties as
1: well. I mean, they should have fucking won it without Yeah, they got them. some hometown calls, but um, look, despite having the game in their keeping, I, I, I probably do give them a bit of credit for hanging on. I think the roosters were at full strength with the exception of Braith Nastor and his infected face. What's yeah, how's he been that doing?
0: Eating blue waffles. I see that quizzical look on your face. Show you later. Don't oh. Google that
1: anybody. Yeah, definitely not. Do it sounds not sounds it. really bad. Um <laughs> Yeah, an infected... how do you get a fucking infected face? He's had some pretty he had a couple of dodgy facial injuries couple of years ago yeah, none, of, none of them ago. got infected no no maybe it was just like a um,
0: you know bad dose of proactive or something
1: yeah I don't want to say herpes but jeez it sounds like herpes <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you heard it
0: here first Brayton Astor got herpes can I move on to um,
1: Twitter you sure can
0: The Chapo 82 I seriously hate Maria Hargraves he's a wannabe tough guy hash cream puff hash weak as piss that's the letters you're
1: talking about there buddy Maria
0: Hargraves, he says. Yeah, he loves it. <laughs> uh, what have we got? Bempsen Meister. Kennedy and Hargraves are the shittiest pair since Nate Miles' underpants. Oh. Hash fucking grubs. Hanley, nineteen ninety three. Does anyone else think Mossy Masoe looks like Joseph Coney, the kitty pinching Ugandan? Hash stop Mossy twenty twelve. <laughs> to which Bembo, to which uh, replied, "I don't know about stealing kids, but he's stealing a living based on that first half." Hash useless. <laughs> Ben done forty three. Haven't we given Benson Meister a reason to live? I'll tell you what though, he has also you know, he's he's given back to the show as well because because of his contributions to the show over the last two or three weeks, he has um inspired so many other listeners, a to tweet people that haven't tweeted us before to tweet us, and he's really got some of the other regulars to, you know, really look at their game and, uh, and start listening. But I think the quality of the tweets we've been getting, you know, have been hilarious. Who would have
1: thought a skinny ranger had it in him?
0: <laughs> All right now where are we? Uh Ben Dunn forty three. Wait, the Roosters have a player named See Your Weenie? And, uh, to, to which um to to which Niles nineteen ninety one said uh nah it's sell your Weenie, money for sex and Ben Dunn came in and said, I oh, knew male prostitution was rife at the Roosters at the, sorry, at the Rooters. Uh at Tigers in Decline. Up to the 50th minute of uh, NRL Crow Sid, and one question comes to mind. Why the fuck am I still watching this? Spider-Man 3 is on. <laughs> I actually had the same thought as well. benson Meister. A BJ squeezed in the corner. Sam Thayday is on the phone to Brian Smith to get him signed for the Broncos immediately. Hash sex pest. And uh, he's come out again with the field goal in extra time. said, said, uh, This field goal kicking is like Chris Sandow. Too short, very wide, and fucking rubbish. And 102 Megan finally said... Uh, It's fantastic, Roosters got the draw. It means we're on an odd number of competition points and our shocking for and against doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, you're right. Because most teams are going to have more competition points than that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I like your cup half full sort of situation, but... And as a Roosters fan,
0: you really need to have that kind of, uh, that rosy outlook because, you know, there's there's a little blip there, you know, when they actually got to the grand final. But uh, it's been a hard decade. Like a hard last 10 years for the Chookies.
1: Well, 2002, 2004, 2000... Well, they made three grand finals in the row, didn't
0: they? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, what was their return from those three grand
1: finals? One premiership. See, that's not cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, previews. I don't have all the teams in front of me, and I left it till 5.30 today, and these Gronk... Fucking ridiculous! It's absolutely disgraceful. Anyway, Brisbane versus the Warriors at Suncorp Friday night football, where the Broncos always are, of course. Who you got? I am going to have to say the Warriors in this one. I remember when the remember when the Warriors used to win at Lang Park all the time. Mm. I wonder if they can get back to that. I mean, I think that they've got. I think their attack is certainly more diverse than the Broncos. The Broncos are starting to. I mean, they're they're definitely not imploding, but. The slight decline, I think, that you know that I thought would happen. I mean, it hasn't happened as dramatically as that, no doubt about it. But it is kind of happened a bit. They don't seem to have that extra gear to, to, to lift to another level when pressed. And yeah. I think the Warriors, well, you know, the way they're going at the moment, I think they uh, might bring that level to them.
1: One thing's for sure, the Broncos are going to have to defend some points. Yes. Because the Warriors do throw a lot of attack at you. And, uh, you know, guys like Sean Johnson, Kevin Locke, um, unfortunately, Harrell's not going to play this game, oh. but um, they got points in them, and the Broncos are going to have to be on their game defensively to to hold them out and give themselves a chance of winning this game. But I oh, just, I've got a bit of a feeling about the Warriors. I think they're going to go on a, on a run. Really? And, um, yeah, the Broncos might be one of their early victims of said run. Well, there you go.
0: I think the the Warriors can win it for sure. I'm not going to come out and say that they're definitely going to win it because you know, Suncorp and Broncos, I mean they generally go pretty well at home, but I think the Warriors are gonna win. I don't really I, I can't uh I can't put a scoreline uh, score line out there though.
1: I just, yeah, do, not, I I, just do not know. <coughs> there's um it's one thing the the Broncos probably won't get blown out. So there might only yeah. be sort of six or twelve points in it, but um I, I think the Warriors will be will be convincing nonetheless.
0: Yep, and I think when you look at that Sharks game that the Broncos had uh, the, a couple of weeks ago, you look at the attack that the Sharks have on the table versus what the Warriors have, mm. and you think, geez, you know, there's definitely some points there to be scored. Also, on Friday night, we have uh, match of the round. Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs versus the Parramatta Eels.
1: Well, a bit of a rivalry. 60-0. Yeah, the, the Dogs are going to have their way with power in a big way.
0: They are. Uh, ben I mean,
1: Barber. I don't, there's, uh, I don't, Another man in the match award. I don't
0: have the teams in front of me because neither side deemed it uh, proper to release it before 5.30 this afternoon. But I'm presuming that there's no Jarrod Hayne again this week.
1: I suspect so. It was like four weeks, three or four yeah. weeks, was yeah. it, for him?
0: And, uh... Bulldogs pretty much without any injury concerns. Uh, I think they'll just carry on uh, from where they were last Friday. Sorry, uh, it was last Friday night, and um, I think they're going to fucking smash the Eels. Uh, I don't think it'll be as bad as it was uh, last week for the Eels in the first half, but I think that there's definitely... It'll be a a lot
1: worse in the uh, second half.
0: Definitely, definitely 13+. plus. I think 19+. plus is.
1: I think the Dogs can put 50 on the Eels.
0: Yep, yep. Because I, just, I, just, I can't see I can't find a reason To think that the Eels Can turn it around Other than just being embarrassed That's but because would, there isn't one But if they were going to be embarrassed I mean you know You'd start a lot sooner Than around 18, around 18 <laughs> this year You know The way they've been going So I think Yeah I'm not going to uh, There's Blue Waffle Alright, moving right along The Newcastle Knights Versus the mighty Manly Warringah Sea Eagles It's up at Hunter Stadium this time It's a 5.30 game on Saturday Knights side Well, both sides of TBC at this point
1: Yeah, Knights are going to get thumped Regardless of who Manly trot out.
0: Yep. I mean, the only change to the Manly side this week is uh, Dean Vare comes in uh, as fullback in replacing Brett Stewart, who's looking to be out for one week. I don't And he's think... done the job there before? Yeah, done the job very well before. Um, I don't think they'll lose anything there. Uh, I don't think Glenn Stewart's back this week either. And the only other change I remember seeing off the top of my head was, I think, Daniel Harrison's dropped to 19, and Vic Morrow's coming to 18, so I don't know what the deal is there, because Harrison, I thought he's, he's been going all right lately, but maybe um, you know him moving to Parramatta uh, means he's going to start getting the local boys back on board again. Fair call, too. Uh, yeah, mainly by heaps. Absolutely. I, I, can't, I can't see happening any other way, and I'd quite frankly, would be embarrassed if it did. Next game, the Melbourne Storm versus the North Queensland Cowboys. Here you go. Is that Amy Park in Melbourne? So the Storm, the Storm are going to be highly embarrassed, I think, by their performance last time. I don't think Slater's back. He's kind of he's kind of indefinitely out. I I, I saw today. Um, oh,
1: wow.
0: They don't. So, yeah. You know, in terms of they just don't actually know when he's going to be back. I think they still assume it's going to be like a three week thing. But um, yeah, not sure. Cowboys full strength. You know, if it was up in if it was up in dairy farms, you know, I'd be, they'd be a lot more them.
1: competitive. But yeah. No, I su- I suspect that uh, Melbourne will write the ship here and uh, and come away with a pretty good win over the Cowboys. Um, and pff, Cowboys are probably are susceptible to being blown out a little bit. Yeah, but um, just I
0: mean they got you know they, the Cowboys are going right this year. I mean they they've fallen down into the bottom half of the eight. So I guess we'll see. Um, I think the Storm will win at home. I don't see them losing twice at home in a row. I mean has that has that really ever happened in recent history? I'm not sure if it has. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Storm. Me too. Next game, West Tigers versus Penrith Panthers at Campbelltown Sports Stadium.
1: If we can't put a quality performance together against this Gronk team and put 40 or 50 points by them, then we are fucking kidding ourselves. And we maybe, just maybe, we aren't the premiership favourites. (laughs) <laughs>
0: would you say that you may, may then be uh, Tigers in decline
1: no definitely not uh, I think you know like I said to you uh, there's still every opportunity for the Tigers to go on and win this competition and uh, whatever happens between rounds one and you know and the grand final when we go on a glorious victory lap uh, will be irrelevant And what you've you, installed as premiership favourites and you win the premiership I mean you know
0: point A point B the Panthers they're bringing Shane Shackleton into first grade for the first time uh First time for them and the first time in a very long time for him.
1: Wow. I Uh, wonder what
0: he said on Facebook about Luke Lewis. I don't think he's called him fuckwit and I I imagine he hasn't called Cleary either given he's in the side. Luke Lewis is in the side. Will the Panthers have that whole, you know, let's do it for Louis thing going on? You did mention before we started recording tonight that, you know, you feared that kind of uh, lift.
1: Yeah. I Look, they might have this thing about let's not do it for Louis. Yeah. He wants to leave the club. Yeah, that's true. Doesn't want to be here. Yep, I guess if I want to hang around with his mates. If the Panthers want to turn up, drinking one stock bourbon.
0: If the Panthers want to turn up and play. They got this, because the Tigers mm-hmm. have just gone that bad.
1: But you know, you can't happens. even look up from your There you go. Now I want to punch you in the face because that is a fucking ridiculous statement. If you think the Penrith Panthers are going to beat the West Tigers in this game at Campbelltown, the Tigers. Campbelltown is no fortress. Looking to come out and show the world, show the world, or at wise. least the people at Campbelltown and the minimal numbers watching on television.
0: I would have thought that they would like to show they are something a like force. that, you know, maybe before they started losing. Maybe against Newcastle. They could have shown the world something then. Or what about against the Dogs? They could have shown something then too. going to shake up the world. Okay. If you say so. All right. Now, what have we got? Tigers
1: 50, Panthers not many.
0: Bullshit. Canberra Raiders versus Gold Coast Titans. This one, we have team lists. Fantastic. So I just want to scan through the Titans list and look for injured players. And I don't see any Greg Bird. Luke Bailey's there. Nate Miles is there. Full strength. they got your mate, Dominique Peyrou in the centres. And Steve Michaels.
1: French for reserve grade. Yep. Steve Michaels. That's Australian for reserve grade. It's can it's, it's down
0: in Canberra. It's important to note it's in Canberra. It is a daytime game, though. No, it's a two PM Sunday game. Uh, I guess you know the Titans. They just don't have that that hard nosed kind of you know, player like Greg Bird in there that might try. You know, might sort of lift them. Um, they're not the world's best travelling side in the first place. Uh, Canberra had a good win over the Dragons at home at their last start. They're looking good at the moment. Coming off a big win, confidence riding high. Raiders. I think it's the Raiders. Has to be. I'm with you. And what happened to the Titans? A little stretch of good form that they had, you know, a couple of weeks ago they went on a bit of a run and it just seems to
1: have tapered away a little bit, doesn't They're it? Yeah, the Titans. Yep. Was destined to never last long.
0: All right. Sunday. St. George Illawarra Dragons versus the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks. Grudge match down at Wind Stadium in Wollongong. I don't have the Shark side in front of me. I'm assuming that Gallon, uh, I heard that his injury... Was worse than initially expected, but also that Gallon is the type of guy that you know would be incredibly frustrated sitting out any game time. So he would you know do extra work, blah blah blah, and you know to get himself right in the quickest possible time. Sharks, uh, even without even even without Gallon based on their performance last week. Yep. Wow. Okay. Um, you know I'm not ruling the Dragons out here. It is Todd Carney's
1: due for one of those breakout games.
0: Hasn't had one this season, has he?
1: No, he's been he's been. Solid. Yeah. Without he's that spectacular, spectacular sort of form that he did display at the Roosters and also obviously his dime at Canberra. So yeah. I think he's due for one of those games. I think it might come against the Dragons.
0: Alright. Um Yeah, I just I just don't know. Hey, I've got a feeling about this game for the Dragons. I think the Dragons are gonna do it. Nothing of nothing to base it mm-hmm. on, just the My feeling.
1: condolences, feeling.
0: Sydney Roosters versus South Sydney Rabbitohs on a Monday Night Bitch at Allianz Stadium. This one, I've got TBCs all around. Uh, the, way, the way things are going at the moment, though, you can't go past the Rabbits. But it's Monday Night Football, so the team initially think is going to win? Yeah, no
1: exactly. That. Roosters are specials. Straight the form, guide out the window. Roosters are absolute specials just because of the Monday Night Football curse. There's a fair bit, uh, fair bit of banter between these two sides, as there is for the Canterbury Power game. On Twitter, is a shitload. Yeah,
0: which I mean, is always good to see. I mean, like, you know, pe- people have banter with South all the time and they, you know, do that, you know, South. That's mainly scenery. people calling South fans cocks, really. Yeah, but this one, this is, it's especially Accurate. heated. Accurate, don't get me wrong. It's especially heated here with this Roosters and Rabbitohs game, and I'm not exactly sure why now. I mean, yeah, there's a rivalry between the sides, but it seems to have gotten really fucking testy this week.
1: Yeah, but I, I think it started with... I'm not sure who, whether it was the b- b- official Bunny's Twitter account tweeting at the Roosters' Twitter account. Oh, uh, okay. I think it sort of started from there and then the fans chimed in and, you and
0: then know. It went, then it went to hell. Shit went
1: crazy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Um. so yeah, you on the Rabbitohs though? Yeah, for
0: sure. Because, yeah, the Roosters probably going to be without letters too because he was on report twice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> for that last yeah, he game. He could go for, you know, a million weeks. No, I think he will go for
0: like a week maybe. Nothing too much in them, but you'll get some time for sure. That is full time for episode number 95. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter. So follow at TWI League. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash league. We're slowly creeping up to that targeted 1000 mark. We're almost about 940. So welcome to the new Facebook fans Luke Walters Hales, Lee Weir, Hayden Shields, Nathan Banks, Mitch Brown, the Mitch Brown, who knows, Luke Kickmeyer, Le- uh, Lee Bennett, and Ruben Moreno thanks for the support everybody that's awesome and uh, Mitch Brown I apologise everything I say about your side <laughs> I don't think it's that Mitch Brown iTunes three reviews this week no one star sex pests uh, amongst them though definitely not the first one I have a I have a feeling about who this one is it's by Tinkler Tubby as good podcasts do five stars top-shelf gold-plated NRL podcasting royalty. Honestly, this pod is all you need to satisfy your NRL fix for the week apart from watching the actual games. They do a much better job than the Muppets on Fox or 9 in keeping you in touch with the on-field and off-field shenanigans in a highly entertaining weekly discussion. Actually, the Drunk Freddie and Joey show is probably slightly funnier, but for a completely different reason. Give it a spin and you won't regret it. Keep up the good work.
1: Wow. Pretty impressive review.
0: Next one, a revisited review. Cambo 96, better than awesome, five stars. I was a bit harsh last year, only giving the lads four stars due to Glenn's tiger gronkness. This podcast is to iTunes what manly is to the NRL. It's heart and soul. S-O-L-E. The game tweets are epic, and let's be honest... Being told to fuck off or being called a Gronk by Glenn is the equivalent to any other person saying you're a good bloke and should be worn as a badge of honour. Twill is one of the highlights of the week. When it comes out, you know the weekend's footy is just around the corner. Thanks, Gronks. Wow. And
1: this one. From- other than the grammatical and spelling mistakes.
0: Yeah, phonetically it sounded fine when you read it read it out loud. It sounds fine. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, uh, Kdog82 said, Best podcast ever. As- uh, sorry, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. Four stars. <laughs> <laughs> what a friend of mine put me into this podcast when I went down and watched Manly smash the dragons at Brookvale I live in Brisbane he said I would share the views of some of the pro Manly spin on this show you lose a star for having a Tigers Queensland state trader supporter on the show it just goes to prove a Tigers fan isn't a football fan
1: wow <laughs> so
0: you're the, actually it's your fault that it's four it's not five stars yeah yeah
1: <laughs> Get my hands on that guy. We see more than fucking four stars. Let me tell you. <laughs>
0: Tipping. I am up to thirty-fifth. The run is beginning. You're up to eightieth.
1: Eightieth. So yeah, you're making my charge.
0: Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've still got to overhaul your son.
1: My four-year-old. son. Four-year-old son. son yeah.
0: And uh, Paramount as well. Still got the lead on you.
1: The top of the table. The two positions Can't at the top of the Can't to buy him one same. of those. You know those little um, novelty bottles. Of alcohol? Like, like mini minibar bottles? Or, yeah. yeah. Of okay. Woodstock
0: bourbon. Whitey has retained his position at the top of the table. 89 points now, and he's got a bit of break to second. Skinny's still there, but he's 86. One point back. It's me, Cookie Bra, has charged up to third. We've got Andrew Otis remains on fourth on 85 points. Todd H1987 has rocketed up into fifth position, tied with Langer's 38. So uh, Langer's... Bit of a decline was certainly up amongst it, but now he's uh, falling off the pace a little bit. And not to sustain
1: the pace. I
0: couldn't fantasy, who cares? It was a head to head buy, but we're back in action this week, so get your trades together. And of course, we've still got stock of the Revelation shirt, hats, the stubby coolers. So hit up thisweekinleague.com forward slash shop to grab your gear, just like uh, Barjas Hansen on yes. Twitter did.
1: And now we have his dress, and we are sending some uh, transvestite hookers around to his house. Why? Because he's a cock.
0: I still fail to see why he gets transvestite hookers and the rest of us don't. Oh, right. (laughs) Okay. I'll send
1: some to you as well then.
0: You mean the ones that are like ladies dressed up in men's clothes, right?
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Still don't know why. Anyone... I'll just go and get that soup ladle.
0: (laughs) Yeah, soup ladle again. Um, I think that's just about all that we have time for this week. Do you have anything else that you want to close the show off with? No. Apart from you repeating the soup ladle, going on about soup ladles again? I'm done. You sure? Yes. All right then. In that case, see you next week. See ya. If you're into UFC, strike force and mixed martial arts in general, make sure you listen to This Week in MMA. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio and TWIMMA.com. It's out every Friday morning. It's free. Get on it.